Shut up and sit down. Minor illnesses like colds are a right pain in the backside. <laughs> With the ten-wheel motorcycle riders in some kind of race, we'll make motor sounds as the bicycles roll. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. We are on episode 98. Really? Jeez. I need to renegotiate my contract so I can get a cut of that sponsorship chatter. It can be very easy to go in feet first after an illness. After all, you've really missed your bike and you're mentally eager and fresh to get stuck in again. We can take turns, super cycling on my... <laughs> Used to be a bad member of society and get sympathy for it. Any other time, if you were to sleep in till 12 and then stay in bed all day on the computer, people would just think you're really lazy and have no motivation. But if you just say, oh, I was sick, all of a sudden, oh, you poor thing, get better soon. Can I get you anything? Oh, you're such a trooper. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Vondering. Today I'm here with Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look like you're feeling better than I'm feeling today. You look like you're feeling better. And so, you so. look better than he does. And you look better, that too. You look much better. <laughs> Significantly better. To his left, Evan Price. I'm I'm interested in what Lance is drinking right now. Oh. Oh, um, I'm drinking uh, Gatorade Zero uh, Glacial Cherry flavor. Oh, Glacial Cherry. That's a good flavor. That's a very good flavor. Why does that sound disgusting to me? <laughs> <laughs> because, because he was sick. That's why it sounds uh, disgusting. Probably. <laughs> and on Skype today... Mr. Lance Hepler. It is Lance Romance on location. I am somewhere in the uh, high desert of eastern Oregon on my way home from some trip that has taken way too long. How many miles would you guess you've logged in the last, say, three weeks? You mean driving? Driving, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Not on the bike, on, in the car. <laughs> um, it's going to be about... 6,500 miles oh that I've driven God. Oh. just just in the last two weeks. That's like, long, weeks. that's like long haul trucker miles, Lance. <laughs> that's about how many miles yeah. I drove in 2019. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I've done it in two, weeks. in two weeks. Two weeks. My God. Man, that's nuts. So Florida's uh, not close, right? No. <laughs> Turns out no. Not, not close. <laughs> no. All right, so let's do this. We're going to jump into our backpedal. Lance, I'm going to go with you first, just in case we lose you. If we do lose you, you can always try and call us back, or uh, yeah, we'll just call it a day for Leave you. Leave a message so. at the beep. <laughs> You've been on a big, giant adventure. Backpedal for us. Oh, really? I think I just lost. I'm going to try this. Um, I bet I'm going to lose you like very soon, if I haven't already lost you already. Can you go, hear Lance. Me? Go, go, we go, can go, hear go. You. We can hear you. Okay. Yeah, so um, I, I started on this trip about two and a half weeks ago, driving um, all the way to Florida and back. Um, I didn't really get a chance to talk much about it uh, with you guys, and it has been kind of a fantastic and terrible adventure all at the same time. Um, I, it The trip started, I went to Sun Valley, Idaho for a couple days for Christmas, 
And then from there, I started a solo journey um, driving all the way to Florida. And um, that's right when the Festive 500 started. And I kind of took it as a challenge to uh, see if I could um, complete this Festive 500 kilometers in eight days and still drive all the way to Florida. And it turned out to be very difficult. Um, but I did complete it. I actually did all 500 kilometers in five days. Wow. Um, <laughs> I had I had like a 130-mile day one day. It was... Wow. Yeah, it was just way too much. That's all crazy. I did was drive 12 hours, um, ride like three hours a day plus, and then sleep. That was it. That's all I did. It, it was... It was really cool, and then I, I rode in seven seven different states, which was fun. That's awesome, in, man. Yeah, it was Utah and New Mexico and and Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida. I rode in, in all of those states on consecutive days, and um, the weather just progressively got better, which was lucky. And by the time I hit Florida, I was in shirt sleeves, but... Um, yeah, it, I mean, that part was really cool. It, it turns out that doing that much and driving and not sleeping all that great, I ended up getting sick. Oh, big surprise. I did too much. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> and it was right when I got to Florida. I was there to pick up my two daughters. Actually, not pick them up. We were caravanning back across the country. They, they've been working in Disney World. For regular listeners that know my two daughters – who are 19 and 22, they've been working in Disney World to last uh, five months, and I was going to help them drive their vehicles back across the country so they could go back to school. And, um, oh, my word, um, we ended up spending like three days in Orlando. I, I walked like eight or ten miles a day with the girls uh, visiting the parks on their last days that they were working, and that was kind of cool the whole thing was kind of cool i had i my one daughter i've talked about it in the past she she is in entertainment she is a character i'm i'm and i um and i was able to go to a place that she was actually performing as a character and have dinner with her which was which was really cool and fortunate and i got some video of it if you look at my uh facebook page or instagram page you can see this this uh incredibly awkward video of me having dinner with uh chip and dale <laughs> and um and also with my my I, I was there with my other daughter's girlfriend my other my my youngest daughter her girlfriend um flew out to help us drive back as well and so she's a really fantastic person that's awesome a fun lady to have around and so she she was having dinner with me and i was there with chip and dale and okay just to be clear you're having was, dinner with chip and dale from disney not at chip and dale's correct yes yeah, oh, yeah. i like i like to make that clear all i heard is you were dancing at chip and dale's <laughs> yeah lance is a chip they and dale's are, dancer now you're, you're breaking yeah, up no. lance all we heard no, was lance. that you're dancing at chip and dale's now <laughs> lance no pants this is a perfect time for it to break up. Must be that handlebar mustache. Handlebar mustache. Chicken, chicken, brown cow. This is why he drove the uh, Florida. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's been awesome. Um, 
believe it or not, um, I we are driving back all the way from Florida, and it has been a slog. I am on day six or seven without getting on a bike. Oof. I can't. Whoa. I can't remember the last time I haven't ridden in like seven days, but you have not been on a bike we, yet this we, year. Oh no! Oh, did we no just comment. lose him on that? He's like, I'm not oh, I gotta know now. <laughs> I'm not gonna respond. To that. <laughs> Has he been on a bike? Don't, 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 oh, there he oh, is. There he is. Hold on. Dun, dun, we dun. we lost you there for a second, Lance. My question to you was: oh. Have you not been on a bike yet this year? I have not been on a bike yet wow. this year. That oh, is wow. correct. Oh, we are smoking you in the 2020 challenge right now, yes. Lance. I have more <laughs> what mileage is than you got. <laughs> Matt Legrand has ridden his bike more in 2020. I, although I think I rode like 15 miles on the trainer. Still and that's more it. than Lance. <laughs> that's a that's ton more, than more. That's a ton more. That's 15 so times as many more. miles as he's yeah. ridden. Yeah. That is classic. Uh, Anything else, yeah, Lance? So, um, that's kind of it, I guess. Are you at least nutshell, recovering? Unless- are you feeling better? But yeah. I I am feeling better. I, I was pretty fluish for a couple of those days when I was in Orlando, and I've just slowly been improving. Um, but, and, you know. Sounds I, oddly I'm, familiar. <laughs> yeah. I'm anxious to get back on the bike and do some things. So. Gotcha. We'll have to see how it goes. Cool. Can you hang out with us while we run through the backpedal and, and just basically be here for the rest of the show unless we drop yeah, it? Yeah, let's – we'll just – go as much as we can i i just drove past the uh cement plant in eastern washington if you're familiar with the cement plant so if i still have a signal i will hang on as long as i can awesome cool all right evan you want to backpedal for us yeah um it's been raining around here a bunch that's basically it but saturday i got chased by a storm which was actually a lot of fun have you guys Mm. had i know everybody here has had those rides where you get like kind of chased by a storm they're kind of exhilarating they they, they really are pretty fun i uh got to ride with our our very own alan plank is back in town yeah how was that that was fun right he's been great he he's done our sunday morning run twice with us and he's um i rode with him uh on saturday uh yeah yeah it was a lot of fun i rode on Wednesday with two of our juniors on the tri-team, Elijah and Alex. Oh, yeah. um, they're both doing great. I did the swim, uh, the New Year's swim with Matt. They, we're calling it the Sharky Swim. The Sharky Swim. Now, I cut out it. It's supposed to be a 5K swim. I cut out at 4K because I had to ride, but it was I a pretty that, soft I, move that on my part. That extra K that you were missing, I hopped in. I went ahead You went you. 6K, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. God, you had a big swim that day. Well... I, I I did not make it all the way through that, but I have swam every day in January so far, and that will continue today. So that's, that's pretty cool. My only goal for January is swim every day. But um, Saturday, I rode to the top of Larch a couple times, and one time I went up there, and it was real foggy. Washington Larch or Oregon Larch? Washington Larch. Gotcha. Couple. And it started to rain just a little bit, and yeah. I was like, okay, we can make it to the top. But then it got really dense fog, and all of a sudden, hail started to hit the ground. Yeah. That's so right. I flipped around and descended that thing on my gravel bike about as fast as I could possibly descend. And I'm sorry, you said that was on Sunday? That was on Saturday. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. that, there was a hailstorm that came through here on Sunday that was pretty intense. That was probably yeah. what was ever was hanging like out on top of large. Yeah. <laughs> it was, so. And it was, I mean, it, it was so weird because you hit kind of that denser tree line coming down from large. Right. And all of a sudden it got like 20 degrees warmer. Wow. And it was, I mean, it was like a 20 degree drop there. Did but you, then, you did all that on your gravel bike? Yeah. Just I'm, hill repeats on, on the my road, gravel bike. On the road, on your gravel bike. On 45 psi. Yep. Yeah. I'm oh, starting wow. to realize. I think. I think my my power's getting up just because. Just take here. Here's the best training tip I can give you. Just take a ton of air out of your tires and then just ride hill repeats. Fill a bunch. your tires with sand. 
<laughs> put on a cape <laughs> and ride a 35 psi <laughs> parachutes on. Hey, Evan. Yeah. Ed, can I can I interject with the Go, with yeah. the gravel story here? So, Go. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, one of the rides I stopped and did was in Louisiana. Yeah. And when I when I stopped, I I'm I'm always looking on ride ride with GPS for some kind of circular type. Um, loop type ride that I can do so I don't just have to do out and backs. Yep. And I, f- I found this 80 mile ride outside 80 of miles, 80 mile oh, ride gosh. that I, that was outside of, I can't remember where in Louisiana was anyway, at new Charles, Louisiana or Lake Charles, Lake Charles, Louisiana. It was outside Lake Charles, Louisiana. I find this 80 mile loop and I think, okay, this looks good. It turns out I, and I jumped on my road bike to start it and um, it turned out that 50 of those 80 miles were on gravel. <laughs> Oops. Did you switch? Please tell me you switched bikes. No, I was too <laughs> far away from the van, so I did not switch. So I get to this first gravel section, and I think, oh, my gosh, how much of this route is going to be gravel? And and I'm on, I'm on my BMC team machine. I do have 28 millimeter tires on yep. that were, they were at like 50 PSI. So it, it, at least you were low PSI. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was actually, it was actually rideable that I could do all that. And I completed the whole ride, Yeah. but I got hit with huge thunderstorms. Oof. It oh. ended up being really windy. There, That's why you like, got sick, Lance. You had, you had an 80 yes. mile gravel ride. On. I did an 80 mile drive on my road bike. There, there was a, there was like a 14 mile section that ended up being downwind that was all gravel, that I averaged like 25.2 miles an hour on. Or something. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to make sure I make this a Strava segment because I'm sure that I will be like, you know, at the top because of the way the wind was and how hard I was pushing and whatnot. So I get done with the ride and I create the segment. Nobody's ever done it ever. <laughs> one of one. <laughs> I am the KOM of one person who did it, and I was like, "How? Oh, that's how? How? Like off the beaten grid was was this ride in Louisiana? This has uh, got to be like know, middle of nowhere." It it was it was the middle of nowhere, but there were farmhouses every couple of miles. So okay. I didn't. I wasn't like. I, I, I mean, I wasn't completely out there, but every time I rode past a farmhouse and somebody was outside, they just looked at me like, in, what are in you like yeah. disbelief. Yeah. Or, or I passed the four guys standing at the back of their truck all um, defeathering their ducks and geese that they just shot <laughs> that morning. <laughs> You're like, lucky. Oh yeah, you're, you're lucky. Wearing orange. You're lucky they weren't defeathering you. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Orange is good. Well, this is why this. Dialed's kid is orange, is yeah. so that yeah. if yeah. you Deep happen season. to go by people who are hunting ducks, then <laughs> you're, you're good. And how many crocodiles did you bunny hop? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there were. I went. I went through like some swamp section oh. that was just really, really cool. But I unfortunately never saw any crocodiles. I was looking, but I never saw any crocodiles. Well. We're cool. alligators, but yeah, you know that's but. that's funny. I saw no we're alligators this last week. Last week too. I yeah. thought zero. I thought for you? my yeah. my yeah. odds of seeing alligators were almost as good as Lance's, but just not quite. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see one. 
But yeah, then after that, basically, it was just Sunday. We did the lakeside long run. Yep. Poor Matt was sick during that, oh, but he gonna, still made yeah. it out. I was going to yeah. ask you how your run actually went because I didn't. It was good. We, I was there. I got very muddy. I Probably not as muddy as Lance did in Louisiana, but pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> um, just seven? What'd you guys do? Uh, I ended up doing 14, but the crew that we had did seven again, which was good. That's It's a really good Great. little low sevens did sort the, of did the group kind of there. stay together it was kind of similar to the we week before stayed all the way out to the the out and then broke apart on the way back in which was good everybody was pushing plank pushed it pretty hard did which plank was good push it? Nice. He, he was pushing yeah that's good then Just i went and shape. did my hill repeats and my strides after that good for a while so yeah that's good that's a nice group feeling good i wish there were races in february that'd <laughs> yep. be nice because i have a bad feeling i'm gonna hit i have a bad feeling i'm gonna hit way too good of fitness in the off season here slow down I vancouver know. lake man you could do that vancouver lake again just the, i'm I, I think i'm out of town that weekend yeah which i'm i'm, I'm out of town for work but yeah <laughs> matt would you like to back pedal for us sure mine's pretty quick and easy i have been sick sickly <laughs> <laughs> I did do um, one of the big things that I wanted to do was, you know, see if I could get my shoulder, you know, to, to be in mm-hmm. a decent enough shape to do this 5,000 meter that I have done every New Year's Day for something like six years. I don't know. I don't really I don't know how it's something along those lines, six, seven years. I don't know. And uh, and I was able to do that. I ended up doing an extra thousand uh, just because we felt good and, you know, things were solid we were you know we had time and we're like let's just Mm -hmm. do it and so um longest swim of the year first day of the year so boom bam matt was looking good he was looking very good after that sickness really settled in and uh took a couple days off and really have been struggling since so uh i swam this morning but you know i'm not i'm not trying to push it right now trying to do a whole bunch of easy stuff while i Uh let all this sickness flow through the system and uh, we'll try and get back into it this week. So. And he's still, he still, he still has the beard. The beard is still I know. alive. And the yeah, beard has the not beard. been chopped. Yeah, but have you been trimming it? No, no. Well, I can tell. <laughs> not really. I uh, I've got a. I'm gonna do a video about the beard and shaving it off and seeing if it's faster in the water. But it's kind of like, do I want to do that while I'm sick? Kind of. I mean, sometime soon it's going down. So maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day, sometime soon. We'll see. Video, Fun. maybe not this week. Maybe the week after. <laughs> we'll see. Awesome. Cool. Uh, my backpedal real quick. I, like Lance, was set out to do the uh, Festa 500. Got off to a good start. Um, I can't remember if we talked about it since live po- the last podcast. Yeah. Did we talk about that? I, I think we did. I, I don't we remember. We must have, right? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, right. we did a podcast. Yeah, did a long ride years. with the team. Then I did a, yeah. a gravel ride that was almost 30 miles. And then I went up to Seattle, to the Seattle area, if yeah. you will, to visit family. Did a ride out there. And that ride, I just could not produce watts and like i thought i was just tired i think we did talk about this yeah woke up the next morning and i was sick and i've been sick ever since <clears throat> still yeah. sick to this day like matt yeah. like lance and evan over here with his super mr immune super immune i'm knocking yeah. on i'm just going to continuously <laughs> knock on wood on this table right now everybody in my family got sick every yeah. er, like all of my kids even our uh, international student my wife everybody's been sick everybody's so sick. Oh, um fever and some like the entire city. virus thing that's like going, ni- going 90 percent of my patients last week were sick <laughs> so if i'm gonna get sick it's gonna just happen yeah. but no. So I missed five days on the bike, um, and then I've only been on the trainer since then. So yeah. nothing, uh, nothing great to report over here. Shoulders still a little cranky and and problematic. Yeah. So are you doing workouts or, or just easy stuff on the trainer? Um, mostly just easy workouts, trying to get my fitness back up. I, I mean, the first couple rides, it was like, all right, it's New Year's. And I'm going to get back on the bike because that was my first ride back. I, I can't let a New Year's Day go by and not ride. Right. I'm not going to ride outside because it's cold and rainy, and I feel like crap. And I 
just didn't have any energy. So I just kind of went and did a free ride for an hour or whatever, just to say that I did something. And it's slowly like I can feel my numbers coming back up and we'll do our team ride tomorrow night. And I'll actually, Mondays are typically my day off. I'll get a ride in today. Yeah. And uh, just to see how I feel. So I think with everything going on, I just can't buy a break. I can't yeah. move my shoulder and then like crunch and ride outside. I think I just need to write a country western song about myself yes. and bicycles. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That'd be good. We'd play at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that could be fun. It could be a, another song for another cycling another song for the, <laughs> for the <laughs> All right, lead out news. Let's uh, jump into this bad boy real quick. You guys have anything? I got a little tidbit. We got some we got some random news. Yeah. Because we are in the throes of January here, There's guys. There's nothing. You yeah. are grabbing at stuff. To make news right now. But there are some interesting things. I might have some big news. Go ahead, Matt. You go first. Did Washington change their state law for the three-foot rule? They did. I it's did in action that. now. Yes. Yep. That's yep. huge. That's big. That's huge for us. Yep. Um, they uh, must give us three feet and pass us like they would be passing a, a car on the road. If the, the lane is clear on the other side, They're they have to take the whole lane and See. give us as much of a berth as they possibly can. This is crazy, though, because on Saturday... Some cars didn't follow that. What the heck, cars? Did they you not know? know about did they the not law? know this? I, that's crazy. I got. My question is though: did is anyone, Can, can yeah. we use a GoPro and use that as video evidence to submit if we can get a car? I so wish that. Happen, I know it's but, a wide-angle lens, but you yeah. should still be able to quantify like how much space that is. I mean, I I think that if I've got somebody on GoPro mm-hmm. passing me unsafely, well within that three-foot range. I should be able to turn that over to you the You should put like one of those little turnstiles on the side of your bike that's exactly three feet long. And then each time it gets clipped, you yeah. just look at the video and be like, that was a three foot turnstile. There's, there's, yeah. there there yeah. there's this guy that does a little like um, a flag. It's three feet. Oh, that's with awesome. a sign on it that says three feet or whatever. Good. Yeah. And, you know, people hit it. It and works. He, yeah. He's got like a YouTube channel. And he like goes, <laughs> he like goes off on these people. And it's, uh, doesn't that, end, it doesn't that would be well. exhausting. <laughs> you know, at, at the end of the day for me, it's just like that. Especially after getting getting bumped by a car last week, I just I've I'm enjoying gravel and the trainer. Let me put it that yeah. way. Those are my two favorite things right yep. now. And lonely climbs, and that's about yeah. it. <laughs> Did yeah. all that by yourself? What? Did all the climbing by yourself? Uh, Plank did one rep with me. Nice, nice. Evan, did you have some news? Uh, yes. So I'll I'll let Jake do. Do, do you want to take the Chris Froome one? Go ahead. Let, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So so Chris Froome left. Uh, Ineos's training camp early. Well, this now, I don't want to get the story wrong. This is what hit the. It was the in press. December, correct? Well, here's the thing: it hit the press. Like I think it was it two days ago. And yeah. They were saying that oh, Froome left training camp early. Froome's not healthy. Froome's not going to be good to go, or is he going to have to retire? I mean, uh-huh. there was all this scuttlebutt speculation that was flying around. Yeah. And then he came out. Go ahead. And so he he came out and said, for one, this was late reporting because it was their December camp. Yeah, it was like a month ago. <laughs> which is like, I mean, early let's, December. Let's yeah. be like, there's not many pros that are in their their greatest shape in early December. Unless and, your last name is Vanderpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Unless you race, <laughs> unless unless you race cross. Yeah. But I mean, and and also Froome is coming off of a big injury year, so you Massive, know, I yeah. I think let's let's see how he's looking in March before yep. we start making any. And, you know, I mean, there there was, a, do, you, do you guys remember last year with Garrett Thomas uh-huh. when we were all coming and I said at this table too, hey, he looks chubby. He's not going to be good this year. What did he do? He goes out and, I mean, even though he did not win the tour, he still looked excellent at the Got tour. Got second, he didn't was, he? He was excellent. Yeah, yeah. He was absolutely excellent. So I think we're it's just news whether whether is knows news. But another one that's for our triathlon listeners. Oh, gosh, is here we come with the minutia. <laughs> we, we have a lot of area people who will go and do Ironman Penticton this year, <laughs> Ironman Canada. The voice of Ironman, Mike Riley, will not be at Ironman Canada this year. 
That's a crying oh. shame. Oh, it is a crying shame. That's really all the laid out news I have, though. That's, that's about <laughs> it right there. <laughs> Lance, do you happen to have any news? You've been a, a vagabond I'm, across the country. <laughs> have you run into anything cool? What's America like? Um, I, I haven't been able to keep up all that much other than I have been trying to watch um, some of the cyclocross races that have been happening in Belgium and the Netherlands because this is like a heavy, intense uh, sure. cyclocross race season in Belgium. Um, between like Christmas and now, there's like <laughs> there's like a race every other day, actually. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the, the biggest thing you know that uh, every race that Matthew Vanderpool entered, he won. Um, That's incredible. It, yeah, that even, is absolutely incredible. Even one race, um, I can't remember which one it was, but um, – it, it was it was actually the first race that uh, Wout Van Aert came back. Yeah, and uh, and Wout came back um, at the start of the race. Wout gets the whole shot. I mean, just fantastic. Vanderpool is trying to stay with him. They hit this um, ramp, and Vanderpool loses control, nose wheelies, and crashes. So this is literally right at the start of the race. And um, he goes down and he's and it, there's this huge, you know, there's 70 riders in the race or something like that. And he couldn't get back to his bike because of all the traffic going by. Oh, no. So, so he didn't he didn't remount until he was like in 50th. And um, he just slowly worked his way back and ended up winning that race after wow. all these ups and downs. And it was pretty amazing that he was able to come back and wow. Um, hung on for fifth place. First time, first race back, um, after the, the injury in the tour de France and he ended up fifth place, which was just fantastic. So that was, that was one of the more exciting races that I, I really, I really hope that he noticed. decides to race, uh, cross worlds. I think, I think it would be great to see, a uh, MVP versus Van Art showdown. I think, I think MVP looks pretty unbeatable, right? I, I don't think, yeah. I mean, if, uh, aside from all of his bikes breaking, I don't think there's any way he loses, but it'd be cool to see right. still. Now that remains to be seen. I don't think he has announced whether he's going to race worlds or not yet, but yeah, we'll see. We will see. Good. Any more news? That's it. Awesome. Skinny on the news. Whew, man. Pretty skinny. That's all good. We move on to bigger and better things like the hot seat. Whoa. Whoa. The hot seat. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> all right. It's hot seat time. It's the beginning of the month. This has been our repetition. We're going to roll with it. Um, hot seat time. Who would like to go first? I, I won't pick on anybody. I got one. Any, okay. Seat's already hot. Here Bring we go. it. From everybody attending training camp. Coming up in February, how many miles will you ride? Go. Is Matt going? Wait, how many miles will we ride at, at team training camp? At team training camp. Cur- Individually. It's so one week. It's a one week yeah. block of time. Yeah, gotcha. six Let's six see. days or seven days? Uh, it'll be, uh, we'll call it seven days of riding. Seven days. Yeah. Seven days There's usually a, a scheduled day off in there, but almost everybody still goes for some yeah. casual little recovery ride. Yeah, I think it's like 500 miles. It's typical for That's what I thought week. Lance did last year. Lance, no, didn't you do 500? Well, Lance we, did. The, the average I, the average person at training camp last year did about 460, 470. The, well, the overachievers were over 500. They're like 525 or 530, 540, somewhere there. I think that would be Lance. Dang. Lance, what's your what's your number for training camp? What do you want to hit? I, 
I, I think if, if I ride 500 miles that week, that would be fantastic. I, I couldn't remember how many miles I rode last year, but I think that was probably pretty similar. There were a couple of big, big days in there. I didn't go as long as, who was it? Was it Jesse Whitaker that turned wrong oh, one oh, yeah. direction <laughs> one day and did like an extra 40 miles or something? I don't think it was that much, but she did do she extra did. miles. Over 120, yeah. wasn't Well, it? she had the longest ride of the day. And I know that Lance yeah. and I were out like trying to get an extra. I think I finished with like 110 or 113 or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Lance ended up beating me by like 115. And I think Jesse, I want to say, finished with about 120. Yeah. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah, Yeah. that was fun. Um, So you're asking how much each of us think we're going to do at training camp? Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to put my finger on 500 miles for the seven-day period. I like it. I like it. I think 500 would be great. That's good. Yeah. So, Jake, were you you were a little bit under 500 last year, right? But not by I much. I think it was a 475. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I remember you being very close. Yeah. Well, this year, the house is not going to be on top of a friggin' mountain, for starters. <laughs> now, it's going to be a little bit of a climb to get up there, but it's not going to be finishing the ride with a 1,000-foot climb. So 1,000 foot, I think, two miles. I it think, was like straight up. Yeah, it, it was. That is terrible. It was really funny. I mean, the, that's every time awesome I was training laughing. right there. Wasn't the laughing. average grade something like ten percent or something like I mean, that? Did anybody it have to walk their bike? Pitches up of like there seventeen were, or eighteen. There were spots where you, oh, I would walk yes. my bike up that. You were, for you're sure. like out of gears and you're just like out of the saddle, walking back. Everything forth. you have at the end of a hundred mile ride, you're just like, like twenty oh cadence. It was pretty <laughs> it, that was awesome, like in the hindsight. But while we're in the motion of going through there, like, oh my god, why Every did we choose this house? But by the end of the week, it was almost kind of comical. You're just like, this is funny. I can't believe that we're doing this, but we got stronger for it. So who held the KOM on that home climb by the end? Of the trip, I think it was either Handel or um, well, someone else Jordan, had maybe. was done it Jordan, it. like some team was come Jordan there, right? Was it Jordan had the fastest time Jordan. up it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that doesn't surprise me, he's just a beast. So, now here, here's another question Is Jordan going again this year? Yes, how many miles does Jordan get? Do you think Jordan's been consistently at that like 15 16 hour a week mark, putting down serious In miles? Wow, 2019, Jordan finished with 14,100 and something miles. Oh, and he had my like, goodness. I think it was. It, it was close to it, but close to 750 hours on the bike for 2019. So many. That is nuts. <laughs> like on a good year when all my cylinders hit are hitting, I'm hoping to get like just north of 520, 525, somewhere in there, hours on the bike. He was Jeez. 200 mile, 200 hours more than me. I'm like, well, I, I think that goes to show you what having a, a wife and kids. Yes. <laughs> due to your writing <laughs> plan. So. Yes. The, the but, consistency there, Jordan. Jeez. Yeah. Lance, how many hours did you finish with in 2019? Uh, it was miles? like 630. Yeah. 630 That's still hours. huge. So, and, but it was only 10,000 miles. I mean, Jordan did a whole lot of faster miles than I yeah. did. But you also did a lot more off. I mean, when, when you're talking off-road miles, Lance, because I was at yeah. like 9,200, I think, is roughly yeah. what I hit. And uh-huh. I mean, I didn't do nearly the off-road miles that you did. True. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't think Jordan did any off-road miles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Matt, are you going to training camp this year or are you going to pass? I mean, right now I'm still planning on passing. Okay. But I would love to. I don't know. i kind of gone back and forth with my, with my wife about like, oh, I really should. We have. Because you guys I have to finalize think everything. I so. 19 people that are RSVP to go, really? which is a record. And we just had to, the I house that we less. rented already slept like I think 16 or 17 people. But there was an adjoining casita on oh. the property that we just had to um, grab. To grab, yeah, which will sleep another four or five people so that we can have enough beds for everyone. So you think that there's room for 21? Yes. Okay. And you should come for sure. And I know. You're going to kick sh- yourself in the butt if you can't. I know I should. It's just we're doing some other trips this year. We got to, yeah, we'll see. I think you will regret it if you don't go. Mm. I you know. had so much fun last year. And having you there was awesome, oh, too. Oh, I so. loved it. I had a blast. And, yeah, we'll 
if you go, we'll make cool videos. I promise. That's the <laughs> biggest reason to yes. go. <laughs> um, did everybody answer that question, Lance? You answered Evan. What do you, you're not going to be at the team training camp, Evan. So how many no. how many hours are you going to get that week? Ooh, well, last year I tried to match <laughs> as much as I could until I realized that there's no way I can get in 500. But um, let me think. February is usually a pretty high volume year for me. I will try that week. What week is this? Last week of February. Last week of uh, February. Like oh. 22nd to the 29th. I'm going to be uh, in Tampa a couple of those days. How about this? I'll try it's to match. nice and flat. Bring your bike with you, man. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I've got to sit in a classroom for some absurd amount of hours a day. Bring a waste, trainer. Waste my time. <laughs> Sit in the back of the so class on a trainer. <laughs> I, I genuinely will. And if anybody gives me weird looks, I'll be like, sorry, I'm spending my time wisely here. Sorry, pro triathlete here. Yeah, exactly. I got things to do. <laughs> but um, I, I was planning on that week since I won't have as much access to biking. I will try to match and go an 80-mile run week, which would be a big volume run week for wow. me. So I'll That'd go in big. the 80s. Yeah, for, for, for the runs that week. Wow. Yep. The nice. week after that, I will put in a big big honorary cycling block gotcha try gotcha. to try to match the lance and jake over here yeah <laughs> all lance, right i'm currently counting up your miles from last year uh last year okay hold on How yes i'm gonna do that i got it hold on hold on hold on plus 23 oh from oh from training camp 523 no that, that that was your miles lance say, 523 ah yep the one. good job <laughs> awesome wow. lance hot seat question I am pulling into the gas station as we speak. <laughs> regular, do you want me to you want uh, press pause for you? Yeah. Do you, want, so, you want me to come you back might, to you? You might need to pause for me for a second. Oh, we'll come yeah. back to you. Wait, quick. Okay. Ask, ask a gas station related hot seat question. Go. <laughs> Over under on the cast. Premium. Unleaded. Diesel. 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 Diesel for Jake. Regular for me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Premium for me. I'm, sure. not, I'm not worth premium, so. <laughs> Well, Matt doesn't yeah, use gas like for the most part. Uh huh. Okay. Um, bike. Got a bike oh, everywhere. also for for those listeners of ours that are not from Oregon, what is happening with Lance right now is that he is getting approached by somebody who is going to be pumping his gas. Uh, in Oregon, you do not pump your own gas, which means most people who live in Oregon don't know how to actually fill up their own gas tank. Kind of a nuts thing, huh? <laughs> I can still remember crazy. the first time I drove into it Oregon, was so weird. stopped and got out to start. And the guy's like, "Hey, hey, hey, what are you doing?" Like getting gas. He's like, no, I'll do it. Get back in the car. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to pay for full service. He's like, no, that's state law. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. So it blew my mind when I came here. I didn't, I didn't know what was I happening. Like I thought I was getting robbed. No, what's, <laughs> what's the premise behind that? Is it just to give people jobs? Is that pretty I much? I think so. It which really is fine. Is. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, New Jersey used to be like, there's a couple of states that have the same thing. And yeah. New Jersey was one of them. Yeah. I don't remember what. I have never been in were. a state that had done that before. Yeah. If you drive a diesel truck, like myself, I do. Um, I, I, I can bypass that because I'm considered a commercial vehicle and I can pump my own gas. You're considered a commercial vehicle. Yeah, I, I'm allowed cool. to. I mean, I yeah. still I still take advantage of it now. I'm like, hey, oh, yeah. come pump my gas, buddy. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm all for you if it employs. You know, I will say, when I was at uh, Pat Crest yep. uh, in Sun River, there was a guy pumping gas there. Happiest dude I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. no, everyone that I've dude talked to. That loved been, that job. Yeah. And you know what? I was like, hey, that's awesome. He was huh. like, I get to meet people, get to hang out outside all day. I was like, good for you, buddy. This yeah. is, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, cool. Let's let's move on um, while Lance is pumping gas here. Matt, do you have a question for us? I have a question for you. Okay, so I want to do a video series where I go looking for a bike, basically, right? Because you guys know I'm in a, in the market for a new bike. What kind of bikes do you guys think I should look at? 
Ooh, this is like an episode of The Bachelor for Matt, which starts it tonight. Is. The new season of The Bachelor starts tonight. Well, this so. is, yeah, it's yeah. The Bachelor. Which for, one are you going to give a rose to? Uh-huh. Are you, now, are you talking about a TT bike? Are you talking about a road bike? I mean, well, we know I need, you need a TT bike. I need bike. a TT bike, yep. but I wouldn't mind exploring um, gravel bike, you know, stuff. I wouldn't mind, like, exploring uh, a road bike with a disc brake. Like, I think yep. this, I like to throw out open-ended questions. Doesn't mean I'm going to buy can- something. Basically. What's Cannondale's cross bike? Uh, that's their Super Six. That's their cyclocross bike, they, yeah. and they have a gravel, gravel specific bike. bike called the Top Stone. Both are great bikes. Yeah, um, I think either their of those. TT yeah. bike. Those are very well liked bikes. Their TT <laughs> bike's called the Slice. Not very well liked. No, no. no. time machine for being. Now, Matt, time are you gonna try and keep it all in the same brand, or do you care? No, like, I don't think so. I don't think it needs to stay in the same brand. What it, what you would want is for the whatever wheels, if you're doing like wheels with disc brakes to be able to swap that between road yep. bike and yep yep um also you you want to choose a bike. bike that um if you put pressure on the handlebars it doesn't snap uh, I, they I, they don't snap but I you tracks out but I think tracks but out. you but you got to make sure you you might want to shoot that company an email saying hey look usually when i ride my bike i like to press on the handlebars right. is that okay on your bicycle yeah because trek says it's, it's not no no, no yeah, yeah 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 let's be very clear trek in an email to matt said that you're not supposed to put pressure on the too handlebars. much pressure there Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> that's funny um <clears throat> what about like um uh felt uh, that oh, was that was what i was going to toss one. out there i've always been a big fan of felt as a matter of fact i rode yeah. a felt from about 2002 until about yeah. 2000 what was it 15 they so have a great a time trial bike too. Like third, the, uh, they have a good IA. The IA. The felt yeah, the IA. The felt yeah. IA. And, and I think they have disc for that one now. They do. And so I believe cool. the entire EMJ team is on it and they're oh, really? quick. So and they're quick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they make a great bike. Now, I don't know what they have done in the last three years. I know right. that um, the company was bought by Rosnell, the, the sporting good companies that are famous for making skis. Oh, really? Okay. And they bought that company from um, the, the Deering and, and Felt folks over there. And I want to say that they are possibly maybe getting into some name change stuff because I know that really? I've seen some bikes that were the e-bike line um, that are now looking just like the felt bikes that were their e-bikes, but they're branded Rosinal. So I'm not wow. sure if they're going to maintain the felt name. I think it would be a bad move because that's, so too. it's a good brand. I well, mean, because it's a premium brand. brand exactly. Right? You're so. looking at like, hey, let's change it to this no name brand. Yeah. And people are going to be like, that's a Chinese. I mean, like my in- immediate instinct is like, if I don't recognize the brand, don't ride it. I mean, yep. Granted, you recognize Trek, and you still let me should still let me give, steer yeah. clear. A questionable. Let but, me let me give you a sneaky one here okay. on the on the TT yeah. front. So felt I think is an awesome yep. choice. That's a, that's I'm very a, biased towards the time machine. I love the time machine. Yep. But Colnago makes a very good TT bike too. Really, they do. Okay, they do. And ergonomic like. It's front end is pretty cool. Like it really accepted the whole like trying to integrate a lot of the front end, mm-hmm. kind of like the time machine did, which I really think is when, when I'm looking at TT bikes, I'm just looking at like how integrated is that front end? Because that's what's important to me. Like how how little exposed is everything in that front? End? I think I think I want to look. You know, I want to make sure fit coordinates are mm-hmm. reasonable, just because I don't have a ton of flexibility. I'm not sure and how adjustable after, the Colnago is. After that, yeah. I definitely think something that's you know, it, I think when you, when you're talking about integrated front ends and things like that they would consider those like those are super bikes or you know mm-hmm. that the term that they would use for those yeah, and so yeah. um definitely think that that's kind of I, I don't i don't know about the beam bikes mm-hmm. you know cervello makes great bikes i just don't know if you you know cervello Very you know expensive. they do two yeah. have beam they addressed bikes. the issues with not being able to run some of the bigger tires 
Or is that still an issue that you have I to pretty much run a 23 mil tire on your t- on the uh, bike regardless? On the Cervelo, Colorado allows a 28 clearance, I think you can which go is 28 big. on the Cervelo as I, well. I don't know about okay. Cervelo though. I, yeah. I know I've worked on quite a few of them all the way up until about even yep. late as like two or three years ago. Yep. You could not run a 25 on them. Like They're the just, P5. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Like it's super tight, and it's the those. Well, I don't know if you you probably worked on the P5 with the integrated brakes. Yeah, um, and that had the. Can't remember what brand name it was for those hydraulic brakes or whatever. Oh, the Magura. Magura. Yeah, they. It it seems that they have changed. They've answered that question. So in 2019, they said the C series, their their road bike, the C series. Uh, they boast a clearance for 32. What about the TT bike, though? Yeah. That's that's the question I'm looking at next. Their their road bike looks good. The hold on, let me. They look have up this. Um, I think it's called their their new their P3. It might be called their P3X or something like that. But it's it looks nice. Like um, it is a beam bike. I just don't know if I can bring myself to do P3X that. P3X has 36 millimeter tire yeah. clearance. So they heard that complaint. They just decided, all right, we'll, we'll just open it up enough to fit mountain bike tire. Give you all the clearance. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because you're... So one thing I like about Cervelo is they do pay attention to yeah. um, aerodynamics a good bit. And so when you go super wide, when you have disc brakes and things like that, you can go wider. And then there's some aerodynamic benefits to basically having the, um, the fork have its own kind mm-hmm. of aerodynamic influence versus in then in the wheel and then yep. or the other thing is you do things every you know everything really tight and then it's basically one foil yeah and so it's kind of like how do you want to attack that problem of yeah. the frontal um, yeah i mean you're, when, you're you're looking at you know a lot of the wheel brands too are going carbon carbon race wheels wide. going wider and wider like flows going wider and yep. wider um Envy is Envy super Envy wide. started wide and is always still wide. I would say every head is. Head's I think wide. heads more. Your, I don't think heads as wide as Envy. I I would need to look that up. I don't. I don't think they are. They're but pretty wide. And heads have been wide. wide for a little while. Yeah. Um, I think every main wheel every main, race company is, is yeah, getting wider. It's getting wider. Definitely yeah. an easy trend to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's crazy is like, hey, when are, you know, the manufacturers have to like make sure that you have the clearance because, yeah. you know, you kind of have to look into the future a little bit, right? Because people mm-hmm. are going to be riding these bikes for 10 years. Yeah. Because if you're flowing, you're like, all of a sudden you get some study that says, oh, let's go 37 or something crazy right. like that. They go 37. Let's say. You can't put that let's on Let's say no, no, no road bikes have that clearance yet. Yeah. You right. just. I mean, you no, got, nobody's going to buy your wheel. Can't buy yeah. that. Yeah, I so. mean, it's pretty interesting. Um, I think proprietary in the cycling world. It's all. It's interesting how that politics work. Yeah, I think um, there's some interesting companies. There's. A, have you ever seen this tri rig Omni bike? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, ben uh, Deals mm-hmm. is just just picked them up as a sponsor. Yep. Which is good for him. I uh, believe. Oh, and his they, wife. They have some other big triathletes. I'm gonna get this wrong. I want to say Matt Russell rides. You are on correct. Me. Yes. Okay. That is good. Correct. Thank yeah. you. Um, he did blow by me once on it, so I need to make sure that I know yeah, what bike he was killing me on. <laughs> bike is an interesting shape as well. It's kind of the a similar frame to. It almost looks like the like new the P5SX or whatever, or the, the Cervelo SX. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a. It's almost I think like the old Lotus frame, like mm-hmm. that that kind of weird style. Um, yeah, Ventum kind of has that yeah. real weird. They I, just took out the half the seat tube, basically, is what they do. Do you think I should consider Ventum? No, me either. Absolutely <laughs> but, not. But what? <laughs> Let's make a list of of, of bachelorettes you should not. What about consider? that? What about the specialized bike? I think that thing is. It's yeah. The the back S-Works thing is, is awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean yeah. the back thing. I would say like ninety nine percent of the time you'd ride without that huge thing on the yeah. back. But yeah. 
Well, but but I but I thought I was going to ride without the back part of the time machine, and then the more I looked at the aero data, they said it works well as a foil, and it weighs nothing. I mean, the thing is like, it's a couple. And you can put a flat repair kit in there, Evan. You know, I I considered that, (laughs) (laughs) and then I thought, and then I thought, why not just ride the lightning? What could happen in the last race of the year? You know, what's the worst that could happen? Get stuck on the side of the road for 30 minutes. (laughs) That's funny. Matt, is there a particular brand that you are starting to lean towards and you're kind of looking for some affirmation? Nope. No, I'm not loyal to any particular brand or company or anything like that. But what I would like to do is potentially a video series where I kind of like explore, you know, hey, here's kind of... Um, if you're new to um, triathlon and you're looking for bikes, like here's some things to consider. You can know, we, like, can <clears throat> we do a really cool video? I want to be in one of these videos. Sure. With you. Let's do, let's do like a literally entirely bachelor themed, like oh. Matt choosing a TT bike. <laughs> and I like hand a rose. Oh my God. Hand a water please. bottle can to the bike. Please do that. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. And then I'll just be the bike's hand. I'll just like pop out from the side of the camera. Just grab the rose from the bike. <laughs> Put the rose in the little I'll water bottle. I'll do different voices for each bike. So I'll need to practice like what, what does a truck sound like? Yeah. What does the, an S work sound like? You too, the truck's like, he leaned on me really hard. <laughs> And I just gave out. I just <laughs> couldn't handle it. I don't do well with physical contact, especially on my handlebars. Uh, I said no. <laughs> no means no. Oh, jeez. All right. I think this video is going to need to happen now. Well, I, I think there's something to be said by sticking to the same brand. Yeah. Because you start dealing with a lot of the same little nuances, and they'll use a sure. lot of the same technology—the little little grommets and whatnot—having the little pieces. And yeah, that's <coughs> huge. That's what I think a lot of people don't realize, and I've talked about this with other people in the past. But like, being able to wrench on your bike, yeah, is huge. Yeah, it's yeah. like great. You have this secret hidden brake or whatever. Yeah. Like, oop, can't adjust that without. I like, mean, I've, you know, I've talked yeah. on here how much I had to learn about the time machine to take that thing apart and then yeah. put it back together at races. Yeah, like Cassie got to see that firsthand. That was like. That was a science experiment for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not the world's greatest mechanic, but I like to think after working in a bike shop, I know at least a little bit. Yeah. That was like learning Latin to me. Just learning uh, that what's bike. What's nice about that Jake bike, though, off the top of you head, didn't but. have to deal with the um, the, the mechanical brake system. You, yeah. That is a nightmare I compared to the hydraulic. I only imagine <laughs> that that was oh, awful. Oh, mechanical braking on that is... Yeah, well, the entire some, thing's integrated. Yeah, yeah, they've got this little leverage thing. It, it looks like this whole like... Uh, crazy cockamamie thing that sits up mm-hmm. there in like the stem area like they've got like a little compartment where like just a little tiny a tiny bit of actuation the way that they use these cams and levers to actually actuate oh. the brakes in the back yeah it just makes I've all the difference before. in the world so it yeah. gives you much better brake pattern but the process of installing that the process of like breaking it down to, to travel with the bike is a nightmare yeah so, yeah yep. but um i and just to speak to some of the other bikes like for instance lance just got a new cross bike and he knows that we get a pretty killer deal for the team through cannondale canada he considered it but it didn't make sense for him and i completely agree because if he's to keep his old giant and he's going to use that as his backup pit bike and then he were to go to a cannondale well cannondale offsets their wheels by seven millimeters it's just the way that the rear triangle is built so if you go you can put the wheel in there and it'll line up with the brake and all that stuff but if you looked at the wheel um, it's not going to be lined up with the seat tube. It's going to be, uh, I think, dish to the left, if I'm not mistaken. Which means you're rubbing the entire time. Yeah, kind of. It depends on what size tire you're using and, mm. and whatnot. You could theoretically have a bigger tire, and then all of a sudden it's going to be rubbing on the stays, so you have to run a smaller tire. It just ended up being kind of a pain in the butt, so it made more sense for him to stick with the same brand, and he was able to get a good deal on a new Giant. And now he has two Giants, two of the same bike, and a lot of the parts and pieces are intermatching with each other. So that mm, situation, yeah. that makes sense. Like, if Matt, if you're going to tell me 
me that you're going to get a cross bike, um, I'd probably say go with the Cannondale because you don't yeah. have another bike. Right. But if you're looking to keep all of your bikes in Similar. the same brand and all of a sudden you need to add a TT bike to your mix, which right. you do, I would probably say don't go with Cannondale because their TT bikes are Ours. notoriously not good. Right. So, um, yeah. Come on, Cannondale. You know <laughs> yeah. we want to see something different. Yeah. Now, I like BMC. I'm a... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call myself a homer, but I got to choose for the team, like who we went out and connected ourselves with. And I did a lot of research and yep. I've got my hangups with the likes of like specialized. I, I think that they make good bikes. I just don't particularly care for the company. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to go there. I honestly thought about going with felt, but um, that was a bike that I'd ridden for a lot of years. And I knew that at the time they were having some issues with some like little creaky things and like, bottom brackety things and people were not super happy with things that were going on at the time and i'd been on i'm like you know what? it's time for something new did a bunch of research and landed on bmc because they had a great tt bike mm-hmm. they had great road bikes they had um mountain bikes that were fantastic um the only caveat was their cross bike was something that they had at the time but they have since phased it out so that's why cannondale came up as an option for us as a team mm-hmm. to bring that on mm-hmm. um so that's that's kind of where a lot of people get their, on our team get their their cross bikes because they make a fantastic cross bike mm-hmm. but since then they've come out with uh, the urs or the urs or the restricted unrestricted rather gravel bike which is absolutely fantastic i that's love that your bike. new bike that's my new bike so you like it i i really like bmc as a brand not just yeah. because that's who we're connected with but we're connected with them for a reason they make yeah. a great bike and they have a great lineup of bikes and they've been fantastic to work with so yeah yeah that's just my two cents i i will say if you guys can hear me we can the, uh, um the other reason that i i went with a new giant bike was there was there was zero size ambiguity i knew exactly what size i needed yep yeah and that's huge and that's a little spooky when you're ordering a bike off specs without you know setting you know your your leg over a bike to know that you're getting the right size. And so yeah, that right. was another reason why I went with that. Yep. But. Mm-hmm. yep. Cool. Did we all, Lance, did you uh, give Matt your two cents on uh, which bike brand you no, think he should lean towards all, or what bikes? All he's... I know is I had this nice man pump some gas for me because we are in the state of Oregon, which is a very weird thing. <laughs> and when I came back, all I heard was triathlon talk and then I quit listening. Smart, <laughs> smart, smart man. Well, that was funny because while you were gone, we were actually talking about the fact that Oregon <laughs> bumps your own oh. gas. So. <laughs> Matt, yeah. would you like to restate your question for Lance just so he can uh, give you a quick answer? So uh, Lance, no specific bike in particular, like could be, you know, I might be in the market for a gravel bike or a road bike or a TT bike, but what bikes should I be looking at? What brands should I be looking at? Ah, okay. Yeah. This is a fun question. Yeah, I, it's a fun question. That, yeah. I, I, I've really tried to be, um, our team brand. I've, I've tried yeah. to support our team brands, even though I went out and bought a new giant this year. But, um, yeah, I, I, I really like BMC bikes. I, my road bikes at BMC, my mountain bikes at BMC. And so I'm, I guess happy with that stuff. Yep. I guess I don't. I don't have much, uh, much more to add than what these guys did already. I think he told you to get a BMC map. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That was yeah. Be be, mm-hmm. be a team loyal. That's that's what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm all for that. I I uh-huh. what I want to do is do a, a video where I look at like different specs for different bikes and kind of explore that so that people that can follow along can kind of see like okay, well, 
you know, this part might work for me or this other part might work for someone else. So, yeah, in particular, I think looking at like reach and stack and some of the numbers for fit. So I compare it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Lance, you have a hot seat question for us. All right. So my hot seat is what event or week are you most looking forward to in 2020? All right. Can I answer first or week? Okay. It, it could be, it could be a race or an event or a week. It might not even be bike related, but what in your lives are you most looking forward to in 2020? Well, well, Jake's going to say training camp week because <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I am, I'm looking forward to the Pack Crest um, Sports Festival because they mm-hmm. do all this different stuff. And I, am, I think I'm going to have um, a large group of my family come visit and do a whole bunch of stuff out there. Um, Lance, you might remember that one because that that's been going on for a long time. I've, I've actually done Pack Crest four times. I think this so is going to be, the, I think this is gonna be I, the last one in Sun River. Supposedly, Sun River's kicking out the race. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's too bad. It so, is a great venue for a race. Yeah, Just a it is. great venue for a race. So you can come out if you want to uh, get your triathlon on. I I I might come out and just uh, race the bike portion for somebody. Well, but, they have they actually have a bike race now and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, huh, well, think about cool. it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? It's end of June though. That's right around uh, Oregon Trail <clears throat> gravel grinder and Baker City time though. Yeah. You're, you're saying your schedule's full? Your dance card is full? <laughs> yeah, Baker City saying. may be filling his dance card there, yeah. <laughs> uh, go for it, Evan. Um, I'll say, you know, in all honesty, it's not a triathlon because I've done triathlons before. I am excited to do... I've done a couple. I'm, I, I'm excited to do... Um, it's on my schedule. I hope I'm able to do it and that worker life doesn't get in the way, but I really want to go do the Yam Hill race. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm very excited for Yam Hill because I've never done, what is that, a 110 mile gravel race? No. What is it? No. It's 60. Like, it's like 60. Yeah. 60? Yeah. I, thought, I thought there was a super long option. No. They, no. they kept the three, the, the three routes are the longest one is 60, and I think uh-huh. there's like a 40, and then there's like a 15 or 20. Okay. I was way off on that. But still, I have it down on my schedule that I'm doing that. Still so. a fantastic race. Yeah. Still so. plan on doing it. So. That's and the I think same weekend as that um, spring classic. The duathlon. spring classic. So, so, your, so my plan your is dance I'm, card is full. So my my my, my plan is because that Sunday yep. is the the yeah, spring yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, is I'm going to race Yam Hill. Yep. Run in Yam Hill. Drive back. Sleep. Race yeah. duathlon. No problem. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a fun weekend. So <laughs> no, it'll be fun. I'm yeah, looking forward to great. that weekend because they're both things that aren't. They're just going to be fun. It's not going to be high stress, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go and answer this real quick. I'm going to answer all three of them. My favorite, or the one thing I'm looking forward to for the week is training camp, of yep. course. That's going to yeah. be an absolutely glorious week. Um, the event that I'm looking most forward to, we'll call it the, the whole series, we'll call it the short track. I, I want to come uh. back and get some redemption because I missed that last freaking week because of my injury. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then my, my, the yes. one race is Yamhill. Like, like Evan said, yep. I'm looking forward to that one the most. So nice. I think we are going to have a lot of team members there. I've been trying to build some excitement around that. Just, yeah. And I think we got a lot of people are going to come I, out for that. None of you guys mentioned the uh, open water swim series. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm excited for the entirety of the open yes, water swim series. Yes. That's, yes. That's actually the correct answer. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer to this question was. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Lance, how about you? 
I've got I've got one um, more actually before you go, Lance. One more. Yeah, go. This is kind of a yearly thing, but I'm very excited that we are in 2020 going to be opening up a space that we get to. I finally get to be a physical therapist that works yes, directly with the endurance community. A lot that's more to come fantastic. on that later, but that is if I was going to say what are you just excited about in general for 2020, that's yeah. really the thing I'm most excited about. Yeah, fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lance, what was your answer to your um, question? You know, I, I guess. As I think about it right now at this point, um, after the kind of success of my cyclocross season this year, I'm really looking forward to next year's Cross Crusade series. So I'm, I'm certainly hoping to uh, improve my, uh, my results over this, this year if I can stay healthy this year. And that's, I guess that's what I'm looking forward to as far as like events is the cyclocross crusade series here in um in the portland area what as far you, as weeks go just ahead. real quick regarding that what will you do different in 2020 what will you do differently to increase your um i guess your, your overall results well um i think i'm going to i i hate to say this but i'm gonna i'm gonna back off on the long distance races that i've done because um I, I think the long distance training is good to build my aerobic and endurance base, but I don't think the the hundred mile plus races um, will actually help my my cross racing because it's a very different engine you're yep. burning in a cyclocross mm-hmm. race than when you're out there, you know, racing for six hours. So, yes, I'm going to do a few long races uh long gravel races but i'm gonna take a very different approach to them and take them as uh, experiences instead of trying to uh place as high as possible now it's easy for me to say that now and i i tend to get race brain and forget (laughs) (laughs) forget all the things i promised myself when the gun goes off uh but should we send I, you I out there I'm, with some junior gearing on your bikes? Uh, I should probably, <laughs> you should do that or, or some, or a brake rubbing so that I just don't try to yeah. go so hard. So, yeah, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to that and, and, and trying, I, I've, I've really struggled with knowing what kind of racer I am and what kind of races I should do. I've just done all of it, but, um, Looking at my results over this last year, when I did like 65 races across six different disciplines, my best results were in cyclocross. And so I really should try to train my body to increase my ability to do well in those races instead of, you know, also a five-day, you know, gravel stage race. I thought for sure he was going to say triathlon. I thought for sure too. Yeah, I thought for sure he was going to say distance swimming is what he was going to go with. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> nice. Uh, the other thing I'm really looking forward to absolutely is training camp. I know we we all kind of um, mention that and harp on that, but it's just such a great week to just ride bikes and be with my friends and only think about riding and eating and sleeping. So I'm looking forward to that as well. And if I could say anything to that, I know that that's going to be a few, like a very small select group of people that are going to go on that. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's great that you guys are going to go do on that. That means nothing to me. But if I can make one suggestion or one recommendation, set aside a week, if you can, 
during your year to go do something that's just all bike related. And if you if it's just you, that's great. But try and invite some friends to go do with you. If you can structure with a team or a club that you ride with to go do something just to go build fitness, that is going to be honestly, it'll be the best week of your life. If you can have good people in a good location and just go there specifically to ride bikes. It is such a fun time. It's it really does um, make my entire year. So mm-hmm. yes, good. It, it He's might, selling it to be a little, over here. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead, thanks. It's it's going to be a little different this year. We uh, it looks like we're going to have Robert Cummings with us. Yep. And oh and he is um, a little bit better athlete than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> they are very strong. Robert has a couple more watts available in their legs than Lance does. So well, this, this yes. could be a he painful... has the same watts. They have the same watts, but their, oh, the watts weight. Are, their, the their weight body weight's a like <laughs> a good, what, 30 pounds less? That's, so, yes, yeah. at least. Which, if yeah. I know anything about climbing, that is why Robert climbs so effectively. Yeah. <laughs> it will be fun. I got an, uh, a text message from Robert last night mm-hmm. stating... I get to go to training camp. He got they got it cleared, so that, that is they can awesome. Make it out there for uh, the week. So. so then, who's going to win the? Mo- oh, that's it's going to come down to Jordan and Robert on who's riding the most miles. Lance, are you going to throw your hat in that? I I'll, I'll, I I can only outdistance them. I can't outride them. Well, there's going to be sprints. There's going to be the overall competition. We might have to start breaking down some micro teams on this uh, team training camp to block people in and give lead outs and do all that kind of stuff. So I'm for hire, Lance. I'm for hire if you're, okay. you're going to look to retain those sucks. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, you guys want my question? My yep. little hot seat ready. All right, I got two questions here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask one that's a little bit self-serving. Should I, in 2020, should I petition for a Cat 3 downgrade from Cat 2 on the road? I think you should. I think you should. And then is I think if you're racing threes and, you're, and things are going really well, then you petition to be moved back up. I mean, I don't know. I just don't. I worry that you've had this huge accident. People will be understanding like, yeah, he had a bad accident. As long as you don't petition to go down and then just crush everyone. Well, here's here's a little bit of backstory for those that don't know. I got hit by a car a year and seven months ago. And mm-hmm. it, it, it completely ruined my shoulder for a, a long time. And it's still to this day. Like as we mm-hmm. sit here, as I talk right now, my shoulder hurts. And it's got a burning sensation in there from the nerve damage that I had. I've mm-hmm. had... Um, probably three setbacks in that whole time period um, that where you, you're, you think you're making good progress and all of a sudden it sets you back with what feels like six months of like progress, which absolutely sucks. Um, it's hard for me to do back-to-back training days on uh, dirt, going out and, and having a really demanding mm-hmm. dirt session. Um, it's difficult for me just getting through my therapeutic exercises that I'm supposed to do at home where mm-hmm. I've been doing Pilates and I actually had to press pause on that for two weeks because my shoulder, again, had another issue. Um, I don't know if my shoulder will ever be the same. The doctor said it could take up to two years for the nerve damage to kind of reconcile itself. And whatever I get in that two years time period, that's, that's pretty much what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm only five months away from that two year time period. And the way that my shoulder feels right now, it's pretty sad to think that I have to live with that for the rest of my life, but I'll suck it up and I'll make it work and I'll, I'll patch it up in every mm-hmm. way possibly I can. But I don't know if I can train i don't know if i can get back to that cat two status i don't know if i'll ever fully have the same strength that i had 
um, and I know that you don't, you're like, dude, you ride a bike. It's you, you're not using your shoulder, but you'd be amazed how much that mm-hmm. sets you back when you're having to be in a certain position for a certain period of time or having to go out and log, you know, two, 300 mile weeks and knowing that your shoulder is going to give you problems. So I don't know if I'll be able to have the stamina that it takes to race at a cat two, because those races tend to be longer. Mm-hmm. You know, if a race in the cat threes is typically, we'll say 45 to 55 miles, the cat one two race that i would be in is generally going to be anywhere from 15 to 30 miles longer at a much higher intensity and you to be able to hang with them that's one thing but having the ability to train to be able to hang with them is a whole nother thing and i just don't know if i have it in my shoulder like i might be able to go out to the portland international raceway and i might be able to hang with that group because it's just an hour-long race Mm -hmm. um I, i won't be able to sprint with these younger guys the way that they do, they're just incredibly strong. Um, and I could probably go out and do the masters, but those guys are still really strong. And, you know, and, and again, I don't want it to be all self-serving, but I just want to go out and be competitive. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to downgrade just so I can have those moments of glory to say, ha I beat up on some cat threes. You know, I, as a cat three, I never lost a PR race. And I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of them, but I think it was like three or four races that I raced as mm-hmm. a cat three and I never lost any of those races. Now I don't need to go out there and win for myself, but what I want is to be able to go out there and race competitively. And I want to go out there and help my friends and I want to be with my friends. And that's another thing on the team. There's no other cat twos on the road right. yet that yeah. are racing. So when I do show up to a race, it's me and a bunch of other people that are not on my team, and my chances go down even more because of that. Now, if I can go back down and race as a three, then I can race with friends and teammates, and that mm-hmm. to me makes a big difference. I think so. that's huge. I'll I'll play <coughs> devil's I'll, I'll I'll do yeah. Matt's role. You're, Matt, you're doing job. a terrible <laughs> job of your well, job today. I gave my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but your your opinion. I should have waited. and then usually, just disagreed yeah, exactly, and then disagreed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You should wait till I go first, and then, then you disagree. devil's advocate. Yeah. That that's how this works. Bring okay. It. So. The, the, the reason I'm saying this is because you and I both know when, so once you make that downgrade to three to get back up to that two level yeah. is going to take some work. Now you're, you're going to have to go through a season of getting, I'm, I'm not sure what the points are because I'm coming from a USAC state in Ohio. So, so, so I knew the sure. Ohio numbers. I'm not sure what it is with OBRA, but I know at least in Ohio, it took some work. It took like a year of pretty solid results and pretty big yeah. road races to go from that three to two being i think the toughest upgrade when you're talking from two to five the the toughest upgrade is a three to two yeah now on on our team right now i think we may have just lost lance do we lose lance possibly lance you still there bud i'm i'm like in the middle of a snowstorm and it's looking <laughs> like I'm, I'm i'm losing i'm losing some signal too so i might be having to drop off here all right well you sound good so we'll keep rolling with it um, yeah okay. So, so go, going off that thought, because I think what's going to happen on our team, I'm just predicting the future here is I think within a year to two years at most, we're going to have potentially four guys racing as twos. That would be fantastic. I think, I think there's four that I'm pointing to in my head that I'm pretty sure are going to be twos, potentially five. Uh-huh. I, I, I understand the dropping down to help people move up, but you haven't given yourself a chance again at that twos level. And I know, you know, you, you know your training and your numbers better than anybody, but also you doubted yourself that first season as a two. Yeah, and yeah. outside of a bad crash, we're basically in position to win a race at one point. Yeah, you did so, well for the moments yeah, and, that you were too. And you I know, there and I know your fitness brief. was that, <laughs> and I know your fitness was better at that time, but you at that time did not think that you could be at the front of that field. And True. you were. Yeah, close. So I would rather see you not struggle through a year, but really go through maybe a little bit tougher year, prove to yourself, hey, I can actually hang with these twos. 
and then have people next season on the team be upgraded and now we have a twos team yeah well that's just me playing devil's again there to get to that fitness level it requires a lot of time energy and effort on the bike and i can do a lot of it on the trainer but i don't want to do it all on the trainer um and then just to be able to get through those training weeks and be able to stack those and, Mm -hmm. and, and have everything play out so that when the season does arrive i've got the fitness to make that happen that's going to be a big ask, especially yeah. with my, my history thus far for the last six or eight months. I'm, I'm trying to go through these things and I'm still flabbergasted that I made it through training camp. Now that's mm-hmm. just pretty much just slogging on a lot of long, hard hours. And I wasn't, you know, throwing down with Sprinting Lance and out. Yeah. Chris Surratt for, uh, you know, the sprint jerseys and all that other stuff. But I mean, I did make it through that, but every time I've tried to kind of push the envelope a little bit, I get set back mm-hmm. and I just have a sneaking suspicion that if I try to go out there and do that with the, um, the notion that I'm going to go race with the one twos, I know I'm going to have a setback and I'm going to try and go race and it's just going to be a crappy result. And I don't want to go out and race just to get kicked out of the back of a, um, of a race and have to ride by myself. I just don't mm-hmm. want to do that. So, yeah, I would, I would have well, faith that I don't think it would happen that way, but I know, I mean, you, you know yourself better than anybody, but I don't think you'd be kicked, kicked out the back of these well, races. What about this? Like, happen. what if there's not like a black and white answer here where it's like, Hey, you go do a couple races, you get kicked out the back of two races and you say, yeah. screw this. Like I need to, you know, yeah. I need to, uh, yeah. uh, you know, send in some sort of application. Yeah. Well, to, I, I, yeah. I would just rather have you give yourself the chance yeah. to do it, you know? Yeah, we'll see. So yeah. I guess your response then would be what? Should I petition for a, a Cat 3 downgrade? One more year as a two, I would say. You one more, so, huh? One more road season as a yeah. two. Now, yeah. in, in my brain, Lance, are you still there? You're making all kinds of... I North. think Lance is going through Area 51 right now. Yeah, I'm, he's here. You're back. You're back on. I see you. I'm, I'm back. Yeah. Okay. So I, as it stands, being mm-hmm. a cat too, I don't even I, I'm I don't even have road racing on my radar. It's like I don't even yeah. care about it right now because I have no desire to go out and race there, and that's mm-hmm. just the psychology behind it. Now I shouldn't think that way because I've always kind of been like road first. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I used to do the mountain stuff a while ago. Um, you know, that was very mountain centric, and then I started training on the road to get better on the mountain. And then all of a sudden, I fell in love with the road. And then uh, when I moved to Washington, Washington, and started racing in Obra, it was all about the road. I, as a matter of fact, I didn't even do any mountain bike races until just you know in the last year or two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, aside from short track. Now to go back out there and 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 say that I want to get back into the road stuff, I just don't even have the desire. Mm-hmm. I have been just thinking about gravel. I've been thinking about cyclocross and I've been thinking about mm-hmm. mountain bike racing and I'm not even thinking about the road stuff. And the problem yeah. with that is that my shoulder can only handle so much of that too. So that's true. My shoulder's a POS. Cause your, to- cause your shoulder right now is doing the best with the road of the, of the three options <laughs> yeah. you just listed there, unfortunately. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I got to figure this out. Yeah. And I, but you're also talking about different seasons there. Yeah. I mean like, you know, there's not a lot of great gravel in the early spring. Yeah. Right. So, I'm yeah. leaning towards the response that, Matt gave of mm-hmm. go out well petition for a down a downgrade to cat three and give my reasons and rationale why and then go out and race have fun and if for some reason the results start to show that i don't belong there then mm-hmm. i will say hey move me back up now there's one other little caveat to this if you go and you actually mm-hmm. look at the upgrade rules of obra and you follow them to a t there was an a uh, Oh, I was yeah. given a mandatory upgrade. Uh, you, if you accrue so many points in a 12-month time period, they automatically upgrade you. And I guess there was a, we'll call it a little complaint because I was not losing out at PIR of some people that had had asked Obra if I could be upgraded. 
mm-hmm. mandatorily. And they went back and they started just adding up all the points. And they're like, oh, you've got 45 points of mandatory upgrades, 35 points. Welcome to Cat 2. But if you go back and you actually read the rules as they are stated, mm-hmm. you have to race in races where, as a three, you have to be racing against twos and ones in order to uh, um, actually earn those upgrade points. Oh, and then they made okay. some stipulations. Well, it, it also says that you can't accrue all of your points from PR races, but they can That's add that That's what I was in. guessing because it's a smaller yeah, race. They can, well, PR is not a smaller race. It's one of, Those are the biggest races of the year because of the oh, Really? people that show up but gotcha. when i was racing in the three fours they were saying well what we do is we'll look at the the total group and we'll just say for sake of an easy number we'll say it's 70 people and we'll say if half of that field was um a cat three then we'll we'll give you points based on there being 35 people in the group because the bigger the field is the more points you get for a win now if you were to take even that into consideration and then but you're to, um and 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 they were just saying that i was racing against threes the rules still say that you have to be racing against twos and ones in order to accrue points now the race i only did a, a small handful of races that were um one two three races and i you know placed relatively well and i got points for those so if you look at that 12 month time period and you actually um add up all of the points based on how i was supposed to accrue points i think i only had like seven or eight points and Chris gotcha. Handel's in that same position too, because Chris Handel killed it last year. Yeah, all, as a as a three, he he went. He's like, well, you know, if they want a mandatory upgrade me, he's like, I went and did the math too. He's like, I've only accrued. I think he said something like three or five points. I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous because you're so much stronger than that. Yeah. So I just think that there's there's some holes in terms of how they do the upgrading, and I think that there's some holes in terms of how they organize the races, which is difficult because they're just not getting the numbers on the road that they used to get. So there needs to be some reimagining or rethinking of how you go about actually earning the points or actually breaking out the groups a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, you know, I, personally, I would like to see the fields be one, two, threes yeah. for masters. So that way there's actually a full field because there were a lot mm-hmm. of threes and then having it instead of be three, four, fives, just be four fives. And I think that that's a more appropriate field yeah. um, because you know, as a masters, there's a, a lot of one, two, three difference races between in the Midwest. A, a, there's that a was, huge, yeah, yeah, there's a huge difference between a cat three and a cat five in the masters. Yes. And I think that the threes are a lot more like the one twos than they are the four fives. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just think that that's the way that it needs to be broken up. But and, that's just my two and cents. And I think usually your your threes work well as, you know, if you have a big team, yeah. you're, m- most of your competitive riders are going to be threes. Yep. You had a few stellar twos. That's really how road racing should work. You yeah. got your threes that do the work for your twos. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, every team's going to have that one who's trying to go semi-pro or try to get a pro contract. Sure. You know, if you have that guy out there, that's obviously the one you're working for. But I think it'd make more interesting one, two, three races. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in the Midwest, there was the P1, two, three field was a very frequently used yep. field in road racing. And that's, so, that, that, yeah. I think that's how it should be. So, mm-hmm. yep. Um, Lance, did you have any feedback for me on this? My... My, my biggest thought is what what would it hurt? What would it really hurt for you to, you know, apply for the downgrade? I mean, who's going to be upset? The people that are going to be upset are the people you beat in a 3-4 race that you wouldn't have beaten beforehand. And without it really being a focus of yours or on your radar, I just think it, it's, a, it's a better thing for you. Yeah. But that being said... You, you put it into the board and see what they say, and if it works, great. If not, and, and again, like what you said, if if they give you the, the downgrade and you come back and race and you realize, okay, yes, I'm still at a different level and maybe this isn't quite fair, then you just go back to racing twos. 
that's kind or, of that's my mindset yeah. too. So I mean, I can base it on two things. I went through a pretty traumatic injury with my shoulder, and two, um, based on the point system, I don't think I should have been upgraded in the first place. So, right. Plus, here's another question for you guys, and Evan probably can speak to this, and Lance can speak to it. I don't know how much Matt's going to know about this, but um, Oregon Bicycle Racing Association is kind of its own little standalone entity, and there's mm-hmm. reciprocity with mm-hmm. USAC, and um, mm-hmm. so if you go race in Oregon and you get points as a three, you can use those points to go race in USAC races. But when you start to compare and contrast the racers in Oberland, like say a cat three, I personally don't feel that they are as strong as cat threes outside of Obra in USAC. I think that USAC cat threes are much stronger and faster. They're more like what our twos would be here. Um, Do you, would you guys happen to agree with that? I, I, I agree with that. There's the, you know, Obra does its own categories and its own things, and, and it's it's separate from USAC, but it's supposed to have some reciprocity with with USAC, and and they it more or less does, but it is different. It's not like um, racing here in Oregon. It's real simple to get your USAC upgrade to a two. Those the races are all the the categories and all those things are all a little bit different. So it it's not quite the same and that, and i don't exactly know why that'll happen yeah, but, yeah. It, talking with people looking at numbers getting to know more people in the industry just looking at ftp numbers that kind of stuff like all right i know what a cat 2 and a cat 3 is here in oregon then you start to compare and contrast that with the usac and i'm like these people are they're different breeds and i don't yeah, think yeah. it's fair for a person to think that they're like this stellar cat 2 or the stellar cat 3 to go out and race in a usac race and just get their backside handed to them i I mean, I, I I was in Colorado for a short bit, and I'll tell you what the the twos in Colorado yeah. were very strong. Now, I I would say though, uh, I mean, you know, in the in the Midwest, when I'm thinking of like Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, Illinois, states like that, I I don't think that the threes there were like wildly stronger than the threes I've seen here. So I mean, more so just the hotbeds. And, and I'm also biased towards the threes that we have on dialed, yeah. which to me are the best threes. In Oregon, Washington. I mean, really, I think it's some of the best threes. Like, we have some really, really strong threes on our team. I would put them I, on the list. I wouldn't say yeah. the only, but definitely on that some list. Some of yeah. the best, I would definitely say. I, I don't think that our threes are a great, like, you know, litmus test for, for the, the threes in Washington and yeah. Oregon. But, um, you know, I mean, you if, if you're comparing it to states like California, Colorado, Utah, right. I mean, you're looking at some really strong road racing sure. areas. and. I mean, in some of my best cycling fitness, I've gone on group rides in Colorado with twos team on Primal, uh, a team that races out there as a big yeah. group of one twos. And that was one of the hardest rides I've ever been on in my life. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're strong. Lance, would you happen to agree with that in the cross scene as well? Um, I, I, I didn't really notice it. Um, <clears throat> the cross scene in Oregon is very, very strong yep. compared to most of the other states in the western United States. Gotcha. Uh oh. <laughs> no, no, uh, he he just hasn't had caffeine in a while, so he's just his voice is starting to slow down a little bit. <laughs> Somebody get Lance a rock star. <laughs> okay, um, it's, it's saying that it's trying to reconnect connect with him. That's what you hear in the background. Um, one little bonus question, real mm-hmm. quick. We'll move on. Enough talking about me. For twenty twenty, will you win a race? <laughs> And if so, call your shot right now. I don't Matt, think I will Matt, this year. 
what what race would you have a shot at winning at that you're going to potentially do? Well, if I did a aqua bike, yeah, yeah, I would. If I you would did an aqua bike, I put my money one. on you. Yeah. We would have to put that on your calendar. I though. hope. No, I mean, I. Do I, you have an I'm aqua hoping, bike planned? No, I'm hoping not to do an aqua bike. If yeah. I do, if I'm I do an aqua, for you not to if do, I do an aqua, an aqua bike, bike, it's because <laughs> things are not going great. I'm hoping so. it's a triathlon heavy season for you. Just yeah, compared to last year, it won't be a good season, but it would just be. A season, yeah, which, which would, would be, be fine. If I do aqua bike, that means that's what, I, and that's what I ended up doing this past year because I was having a lot of um, calf and Achilles issues, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think I won a couple, and it was great. You, yep. It's fun to win races, but at the same time, it's like uh, it's the it's kind of the I don't know, it's it's not what you want. You want to be doing well at the bigger races, which yeah. is the the triathlon stuff. So yeah, yep. Um, if you do, um, if, if I do, do a du- speedo, if I do a duathlon, I should probably be up there at the spring classic. Yeah, at the yeah. spring classic. Yeah, you not be up there. Which one are you gonna win? Okay, yeah. I'll, is this a is this a trap for me to call a shot here? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, um, I sh- depending on if Yamhill kills me or not, I should win that duathlon. Probably, probably pretty handily. I'll be in. Well, that's that's coming off my what's first. What's that duathlon called again? It's so called the spring the classic, classic on April nineteenth, I think. Yeah, that's and a shot I'll, called. Yeah, I think that would be highly likely. There um, might be another person or two that shows up. There's that EMJ guy that shows up sometimes. For yeah, I would love to race him out there. Him and Ben Snodgrass would be awesome. Yeah. I'd love to race Snodgrass. That, um, that would be a really good there matchup. Is the Columbia River? If we do a speedo fun thing like that, you would potentially win that. <laughs> I should well, probably especially win if we that did too. like a sprint. I think I think Snodgrass will be there too. So hopefully, well, I but just he'll get do the Olympic. Him. He'll do the Olympic one. Uh, no, no, he did the sprint last year. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I would like to race him twice. He he would be a great matchup. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I think in the Ironman races I'm doing, I'm gonna go ahead and go on a limb here and say I'm not going to win one of those. If there was one Ironman race that I could in this win. country, is there like some obscure <laughs> little podunk one that you could put on the calendar? No, the, the, the problem with that is every pro men's pro field race has world slots. So it is right. very, you're not just going to find some like set Iron Man sponsored 73. Right. You can go to Rev 3. I could find a Rev 3 pro race I could win. Yeah. You, the other yeah. thing you could do is I could um, find a smaller race, but there yeah. are less uh, pro athletes that take the trip over to China to do some of those yeah. races. So there's some things like that that you but can even do. Then, I mean, like India, e- even China. at those races, it's like, no, let's someone say will like show up. Tim Reed makes that trip. Yeah. yeah not beating Tim Reed. Right. Let's no, say someone Eric will show makes up. the trip. Yeah. Yeah. Someone will show up just because it's like, I know that's it's easier points to grab. If I there. win a race this year, I hope Ironman tests me 20 <laughs> times after that, or just make sure I didn't miss a turn. That's, that's what I'm hoping. So drug test. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I'd answer my own question, I'm going to say that there's going to be a short track race in there that I race and I win. Yeah. And I'm going to guess it's going to be. Yeah. Pick a date. Week three. Week three. I don't know why. But what would that date be roughly? Uh, We'll say June 20th, somewhere June in there. June 20th. Yeah. Okay. I'm just guessing it because week three last season, I think I won that race. And I think it was because Danny Weichel was uh, sick or something like that. So I ended up passing him and got the win. And I'm going to guess that maybe he goes and does the same thing and comes up a little sicker. Does does Lance win a big cross race this year? Sure. Ooh. I think well, that he's got... He does so many of them. Uh-huh. I'm saying like, like of, of the big like ones. Big like, one. so of the like Crusade series. Well, in the Crusade, that's a good question. I mean, I 
nothing against Lance, but there there there's some guys in there that are just freakishly studs. fast for their age. I mean, yeah. past national champions that, that they're just too too hard to keep it's up. It's a very with. strong now, gravel cross scene. Yeah. For some reason, one of those races, because I think Lance found the podium one time this year. He did. Yep. Right. Like he could potentially win one of those races, in, if those guys don't show up. <laughs> it takes one mechanical. It takes yeah. one ill-timed mechanical. Yeah. But and, yeah. if if Lance takes a different approach to his season. If he comes into this with a good fitness and freshness curve and he's not piling on like, you know, like he was saying, like 50, 60 mile rides during his cross season weeks and doing three races in a week. If he comes into this with a, a very logical, well thought out plan, I think that he could find himself on the top of a podium in a, in a mm-hmm. cross crusade race if he yep. plays his cards right. So I'm not sure which one, but I'm going to say that he gets one this year. That'd I can't call a date on it because I don't know the race. I think we, dates. we'd all celebrate, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. If I had to put one more race on there, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I um, God, it's gonna be either the the GP series and it's gonna be either Hetmir or Ninkrasi. I'll go out and I'll win one of those two races if my shoulder holds up. I'm calling Ninkrasi. Yeah. I'll say Ninkrasi because that's the only course that I know of and I've heard you guys describe. I'll say Ninkrasi. I won both of, of those races a couple of years ago, but that was okay. a healthy shoulder, and I'll yeah. still be a Cat Three, and I can't move up to Cat Two until um, otherwise told to do so. So yeah. Anyway, all right, let's move on to one last thing. Lance is gone <laughs> fighting the snow. One, another, one so, last Lance thing. One last last one last last mm-hmm. thing from Lance. Yes. There's a lot of L's in there. Uh Evan, you want to go last? Yes. Or first of the last? We're going, <laughs> or I'm going first last of the first. Uh Lakeside Long Run yeah. Sunday, ten AM. We have a good group. We have a great group. Let's keep it growing. It has been nice and muddy, which just makes it more fun. I Jake, saw some pictures that you guys were yeah. awfully muddy on that run. Lots of puddles. Yeah. How many people go many show up puddles. to those? Uh, 15, 16. Yeah. I, don't I mean, sometimes we have 20 or more, yeah. but it's just... Sometimes it, we've had like five or six, but right. yeah. It's been small. We've had some big days. Young Maddie Wick was out there with you yesterday, correct? She is, she's yeah. Good. How's she doing in terms of hanging with that that league group? She's She she will hang through until she turns around, and she follows very prescribed what her run coach says. So oh, she's, good. She's yeah. got, so Dave's got, got her on her a program down. telling her, okay. so Absolutely. I've, if, I've yet to meet a young athlete that more follows her training plan to such a Such a great kid, too. Oh, yeah. And a great family to boot. Yeah, Absolutely. Good family. Yeah. good family for sure. Yep. Matt, you were going to say something. Sorry, I cut you off. Um, are you going to come out there and ride your bike on the lakeside run, long run sometime? Um, come out, bring your fam. When everybody's done being sick, we'll, we'll show yeah, up. Um, I, well, that's another thing with, with Barrett. He has made the decision officially mm-hmm. to not play baseball this year. Whoa. So he is done with baseball. And I said, Just cycling? that's fine. Um, because he said he wants to do uh, the cycling season. He wants to basically go out and race, and that will be his sports season. That's awesome. And he also will be doing triathlon. So I said, if you're going to oh. be doing this, just like baseball practice, you're going to have practice for triathlon and for cycling. So he's uh-huh. going to have a, a Zwift regimen. When the weather is good, we will take him out, and he'll be getting some rides in on his mountain bike and on his good. road bike and whatnot. Wow. So I think taking him down to that lakeside long run would be a good thing for him because he needs to get awesome. some runs in too. So Rebecca yeah. will take awesome. him out on some of the shorter runs, and then I think take um, down there Maddie's little thing. brother runs. Yeah. Austin, yeah. Runs with that. Yep. So yep. he's got a partner. Cool. Yep. So it's good people. Awesome. Sweetness. Matt, one last thing. Last, last thing, Matt. Last, last thing. Yep. I posted a video last week and it was called the, I don't remember exactly what I titled it, but it's like the most innovative stuff in triathlon for mm-hmm. 2019. Yep. And uh, I borrowed um, the trophy. Yep, from, it's part of your thumbnail too. I saw it. I'm like, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so basically, um, awarded uh, an award of innovation for like swimming, biking, and running. And uh, you guys should all go check it out and see if the product that you're thinking of 
made it in the video. So I saw a little video clip in there of some arrow bars, and then all of a sudden that person hits the Go Go Gadget button on there, and it turns into like road bike bars. I'm like, whoa, that was kind of cool. It's called the Morph Tech Arrow Bar System. And supposedly you drop a lot of drag when you use those like someone was saying like yeah you know i've really dialed in everything i could and then i added those bars and i dropped another like 10 watts or something crazy what's the um how much more do those weigh than say your, your traditional I set of bars i don't know that's a good question i don't think that they're that much heavier um no i think they're really light are are they? i mean they're... have you seen some in person no no, no, no. They're you, super rare. You honestly, what was the name of them again? Morph Tech Aero Bars. Totally worth looking up, even if you're not into that TT position. You look at them. Yeah, I, I saw that video. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I had to back it up and look at it again. I'm like, yeah. That was crazy. This is this it's is the kind of the future of I think the TT position is I it's going to start know. being these like morphed things on the forearms. Oh, hold on a second. Lance is calling us back. <laughs> he wants in on at this. the buzzer. Yeah, Lance, Wait, but, did you want in on some one last thing? The last yeah, are you there? Thing. We can have a last, last, hold last. Hold on a second, Lance, do you want in on one last thing? Are you there? I'm back. Is it <laughs> time for one last thing? Well, we're in one last thing right now, so um, just hang tight, and we'll jump you on there. The, um, so the Morph Tech Bars, yeah. I have really sad news. Uh-oh. Don't tell me they went out of business. Well, no, but they're on pause. The owner or the creator of the innovator, like the guy that invented those, died recently. Oh, yeah, no. I that's know. very sad. Super Please sad. tell me he wasn't using a set of those I bars. Hope I don't actually know the story. <laughs> oh, I reached God. out to him to find out because um, I made the video, and then I I made the video, and then I like looked it up, and I was like, oh, shoot. That's, that's really, really sad. He yeah. really took. I mean, he made a big splash in the pretty, triathlon and TT community. It was pretty yeah. cool. Um, I do know that people really liked them that mm-hmm. used them. Uh, but the other aero bar company was, it seems, uh, you know, there's a company, another aero bar company that's doing like, um, basically custom, uh, fitted aero bars. Mm-hmm. Those look like they're kind of more popular Same on idea. the pro, yeah. on the pro front. Like a lot, I'd say like 10 of the pros at Kona were using those. I've seen everybody this off season's going yeah. to those. Yep. That's what's going to I am going to be the one guy in the rack without those. And you're people not, will be like, I yeah. bet you're not sponsored. Because they're like, yeah, I'm not. $3,000 for those. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep. It's okay. Pricey. Yeah. Anyway, go all. check out that video. It is on the internet, youtube.com slash Legrand to find the channel, subscribe, do all the things that subscriber people do. How much closer check to 10,000 uh, subscribers are you? So close to 10,000. Like 1.1. 9,000 away. <laughs> no, last I looked, you were getting close to 1.4. Did you cross that threshold? Um, I don't know. I think I'm probably once, about 1.4. What's the tipping point? I've heard once you hit like 1. 1.6, 1. it's 4. like just a you quick just... fall to a million. No. Like you're just... That sounds about right. <laughs> I have 1,363 followers. Oh, but nice. you know what happens is um, YouTube will go through and clear out like followers sometimes like if you have like bots subscribe to you and stuff. really yep that that happens huh yep it'll happen every once in a while you'll be like i just dropped 100 subscribers well that's really not fair to the bot community i, I mean, know yeah how Dude. do i feel about that not happy about it <laughs> not happy at all lance since we've got you back one last thing bud uh my one last thing is i am looking forward to, to have some facetime with you guys yeah. i miss you guys i haven't seen you in like three weeks or something and, too it, long. and my life just feels somehow lacking Empty, huh? <laughs> There's a it's song empty. that should be played over this when we release this, Jake, in that moment right there. Like, the, oh, what's it? My good... sad country song that I'm yes. going to write. Yes. <laughs> Wait for the drop. Jake's going to be like the last part of my set. Oh. And Lance has been gone. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Jake, one last thing. Do you... Oh, wait. Lance? Okay. What were we saying, Lance? Lance. Well, are you Lance. Still... 
can't hear him. Lance, wait. Hey, one tidbit. Oh, no. <laughs> that's Another a, cliffhanger. That's a perfect one last thing. It's like, oh, wait, I've got one. <laughs> and he's out. Yep. I uh, still do have oh. the mustache. The mustache. Uh, Oh, he cut in at the, the mustache time. is alive. The yeah. mustache is still alive. <laughs> That's a good last, last, last thing yeah. to note on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, oh, and on gone. that note, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. I'm just going to say goodbye to him now. Um, okay, my one last thing. Our 100th episode in oh, two yeah. weeks oh, is coming up. Yeah. yeah. Details to come. I've reached out to Hub, and we're um, getting very close on getting that nailed down. We so hopefully to. we can have that. It just... We need to figure out what day and what time we're going to have that. If it's going to be at Hub, um, when we can work that all out so we can all be there mm-hmm. and have it not be too insanely loud with that place because it can get a little kind of oh, crazy think, and hectic there. I think it'll be fun if it's loud. Yeah. 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 So it's should be, be uh, should experience. have more information coming on that. Yep. And my one last, last thing is Bikes for Kids is still going on, you guys. And yep. I will post that up on our Facebook page. Promise. Need to post um, that, we yeah. did have a few more people that made uh, some contributions to that. And what's cool is they're, they're names that I don't recognize. So if it was you listening to the show and YouTube's uh, Matt, li- Matt you know, listeners. I yeah. think a couple, people, listeners. a couple people from my channel, people like mentioned like, oh, cool. I'll go check that. You know, yeah. So yeah just small little denominations. That, but that all helps. I mean, yeah. if we got a thousand people that give us 10 bucks, we, we hit our goal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just that Super simple. Cool. So. Um, thank you to those. And I'll, I'll probably even bring a list of the people who've made contributions and give them some shout outs on the uh, the podcast, Okay, which could be a lot of fun. Lance, are you still there? Oh, he, I, th- I, thought I, I thought we said goodbye to him, but he's, he's I, don't know, I think he's gone now. So, okay. I think that's it. I'm going to shut Lance up so we don't have to listen to this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the greatest close to a podcast ever. You, usually we're like smooth into these closes. We got like Jake hacking up along. Lance is trying to call us back <laughs> yeah. in yeah. a snowstorm. Yeah. Fun snowstorm. times. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. <laughs>